Hey, this is Khalil Ekelona, host of No More Normal. Today and for the rest of the legislative session, we'll be bringing you short daily updates on everything going on in the Roundhouse. It's a part of our joint project, Your New Mexico Government, brought to you by funding from the Thornburg Foundation. Here are our partners with New Mexico PBS with today's highlights and rundown. Thank you very much, Khalil. This is Kevin McDonald. I am the executive producer at New Mexico PBS, and this is a Your NM Government update for Wednesday, March 3rd. We have reached the middle of the week. After today, we have the rest of this week, next week, and one week after that. That is all the time left in this year's legislative session. Still plenty of business to be done by lawmakers, and we will do our best to keep you up to date on all of it. I want to start with a couple highlights from yesterday's action. Let's start first in the Senate, starting with Senate Bill 40, and this is a bill sponsored by Senate President Pro Tem Mimi Stewart that would extend the school year next year, hopefully after the pandemic has passed and kids are back in school in person. It would extend the school year to deal with the learning loss issues created by COVID-19. It would stretch the calendar by 25 days for K-5 through students, 10 days for most older students. This is really part of uh, our new attempt at the K-5 Plus program, if you remember that. Uh, This is something that the governor wanted to do uh, in general, uh, but the rollout for it has been a little bit rough. Basically, you can only take part if... A student's teacher can uh, commit to doing the other day's work. They will get extra pay, but that was just one of the hurdles to that already. Uh, But so the bottom line here is the legislature has already set aside this money, about $200 million, uh, and so they want to use that next year, uh, this time make it mandatory for one year to deal with the learning loss And, of course, it would only take effect if the public order is lifted next year. As we mentioned, uh, this bill is going to face some competition. There is a House bill, House Bill 184, that uh, has a different approach that would basically mandate longer school days instead of a longer school year. So uh, these two are probably going to come face-to-face, head-to-head at some point. Uh, and we will see which one lawmakers seem to prefer. Uh, House Appropriations and Finance may actually hear the bill today in committee at what, about 1.30 p.m. So if you're interested in that, keep an eye on that. Uh, moving now to Senate Bill 140. This is a bill that would align the state's child support laws with federal regulations and best practices. It passed the full Senate yesterday on a unanimous vote. And sponsor Gay Kernan uh, said she brought this legislation because it's necessary to continue to get nearly $150 million in federal matching funds as part of the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families, also known as the TANF Block Grant and Child Support Program. So that bill moving on over to the House. Uh, Lastly, Senate Bill 66 Uh, This is a bill, uh, one of several, that looks to deal with the predatory lending industry in New Mexico. We made reforms here about 15 years ago or so. 
uh, but it's peaked back up as we are listed as one of the states with uh, the worst predatory lending rates in the country. Uh, so Senate Bill 66 looks to address that by cutting the maximum interest rates on small loans that uh, outfits businesses are allowed to offer cuts it to 36%. That's the most, the highest interest rate they could charge. Right now, we see it as high as 175%. Again, designed to curb predatory lend, lending practices, but there was some heavy debate on this yesterday in the Senate, several hours of debate. Uh, opponents argue that this would just drive some of these uh, lenders out of business, uh, especially the ones who deal with high-risk customers. And that would leave many low-income New Mexicans without a way to get small loans. So really those folks who are dealing with paycheck to paycheck, there aren't a lot of options for them. But uh, clearly there is a movement afoot this year to try to curb or cap those interest rates so that it doesn't uh, create a cycle of poverty for New Mexicans. also want to point out right now that our partners in the Your NM Government Project, the Santa Fe Reporter, have done a lot of great reporting on this, so I encourage you to read up on that, and we'll put some links to some of that reporting in the description for this episode as well. Senate Bill 66 passed the full Senate on a vote of 25 to 14, headed now to the House. Moving now to the House side of things, I want to talk about House Bill 255, which will reform our liquor laws and licensing practices. Uh, This is one you've probably heard us and others talking about. One of the things it would do would be for the delivery of some alcohol sales uh, here in New Mexico, which is an economic driver as much as anything else in the middle of a pandemic, uh, allowing restaurants, businesses to to deliver that to your home. Uh, This may come up in the Senate Judiciary Committee meeting this afternoon. No guarantees there, but uh, something to keep an eye on. And uh, I want to also point you to the Santa Fe New Mexican today for a great write-up about industry concerns about this, which is may come as a bit of a surprise, but really in terms of the changes to the licensing, there are a lot of concerns from industry about the way we would do it now, the way we've done it in the past, and especially if that is fair to those who have been playing by the prior rules. So Robert Knott at the Santa Fe New Mexican got a great write-up for you there. Also point you to the Albuquerque Journal where Dan McKay uh, has a great write-up on a super complex issue, a pair of competing bills to deal with medical malpractice issues in New Mexico, an important read, so encourage you to head over there. All right, on tap today, some other things to make you aware of. Uh, in House Judiciary, about 1.30 this afternoon, they may take up the redistricting plan bill we talked about yesterday. This is the one that would create a independent panel to draw congressional maps and legislative maps that lawmakers would then vote on, as we talked about yesterday. The Senate is already moving forward on a plan that is slightly different. They've incorporated the independent panel into that proposal, but would basically leave it up to lawmakers to make the final decision without being forced to pick one of the plans prepared by that independent panel. They could just amend that, but the House side getting going on redistricting possibly as early as today. 
Also want to let you know that the floor session, the full floor session, scheduled for about 4.30 p.m. today. So it looks like we're headed towards another late night. Uh, lots of bills there uh, that may uh, get votes. Uh, and we'll, some of them will definitely get votes. We'll see how many they get to. You can always find the full list of what is on the agenda, as well as the committee hearings on the legislature's website and at nmpbs.org. Right on the home page, you can find uh, all of that laid out for you so you can link to those things and find those things. You can also click right into watch committee and floor sessions there. So that's a great resource for you. want to let you know about. On the Senate side, they will uh, get going this morning for a floor session at about 11 a.m., also got a full slate of bills there to potentially consider, depending on the time frame. So once again, a busy day. We'll be trying to track it all. And as always, we want to know how this session is going for you, how public comment is working for you. If you've experienced that, work through that on an issue that's important to you. How's it going trying to keep track of the bills that are important to you? We are often seeing times where there are more than five or six committee meetings hearing happening at the same time uh, so it can be very difficult to keep track of this uh, and again in this virtual session we're just wondering how you are processing and dealing with this do you like it because you don't have to travel up to santa fe or are you frustrated by some of those competing hearings at the same time and uh, the ability to not offer comment in person. So we'd love to hear for, from you on that. Drop us a line here, and uh, we will be back tomorrow with much more news and highlights on the legislative session. Until tomorrow, stay safe, stay healthy, and here we'll send it back to Khalil. This has been a Your NM Government legislative update from our partners at NMPBS. I'm Namono host Khalil Ekelona. Before you go, leave us a review. It really helps us out. And a quick reminder to tune in this Sunday at 11 a.m. on KUNM 89.9 FM for a new episode of Namono.